So that's what I did. I over-prepared and that's what you're going to do. That is what you're going to do with your new year. You can start setting goals today. Don't care when you're listening to this, but I want you to get into the mindset right now. You're going to start having an athlete mindset. Start thinking like Taylor Swift. Start over-preparing. Like I said, how she visualized her things. I visualized my things. That's what we're going to do when it comes with designing your dream life. Welcome to the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I am your host, Mindy Wender Querio, and I'm a small town go-to girl next door who is obsessed with helping others see more for themselves so they can thrive in all areas of life. I love researching all the things like wellness, mindset, relationships, you name it. If I'm obsessed with it, I get hyper-focused on it and I research the crap out of it, and then I share it with you. If those are things that you're also obsessed with, then keep listening and let's become new best friends. Today, this episode is all about designing your life. Also, side note, it's do you believe in laws of attraction? Is it true or is it false? Is it woohoo? Is it not? To me, I'm very logical thinking. So I'm not saying that if you believe in laws of attraction, if you believe it, that's totally fine. Keep listening because I'm going to give you really great advice, tangible takeaways. This is the topic that probably I'm most passionate about minus parenting and autism. I think I'm pretty sure goals is like my favorite. So I'm going to give you some really great tangible takeaways today that you can apply and hey it's the end of the year this is like the best topic for this week so you can start the new year going through this process that I share with you today so I'm not going to get be able to get in to the nitty-gritty details within 30 minutes I'm going to try to get as much as I can but if you want like more a 90-minute session that goes into really great detail I want you to send me a dm at obsessed or not interested on instagram or at Mindy Wender on Instagram and just write the word goals to me. And I have a free masterclass that I just hosted on December 14th that I will send you the recording of. Okay, so let's get into it. So I need you today. We're going to think like an athlete. We are going to think like Taylor Swift. So depending what you're into, if you're into Taylor Swift or if you're into sports, think or whoever you're into, think of like somebody who's so like uber successful at whatever their craft is, think of that person. Okay, let's just think of an athlete right now. What do they do before their season? Do they just show up and expect all their hopes and dreams to manifest on the field or on the court? No, that's not what they do. They are planning, they are writing goals, they are planning, they are hyper-focused, they change their diet, they remove alcohol, whatever they do. They are prepping throughout the entire year prior to the goal date, which is the season. Taylor Swift just had the biggest tour that any artist has ever done. Probably not true. Maybe Beyonce. Okay. But it was like Era's tour was huge. And I just read she was named, I'm a huge Swifty by the way, but she was named Time Magazine's person of the year, not woman of the year, person. That's like men and women. She was it. She was person of the year. And I read the article and she described, I suggest that you go read that article because it just, see, this is what I do. I get outside other successful people. I learn about them. I love reading autobiography. I just, I love learning about other successful people 
because even though I'm not a singer, I'm not going to ever be a singer. It's not in the cards for me. And I'm never going to be performing. I'm never going to be Taylor Swift. That's just not me. But I can take, I can learn from other successful people, even if it's not in a same field as I am in, and pick and choose. Hey, that's, it's just inspiring. You pick and choose what other people do, other successful people do, and try to apply it to your life. So she talked about how she prepped for errors to her. And she's, I started this much in advance and I would run at whatever speed, max speed on the treadmill. And I would belt out all the lyrics. Like I would sing while I was running. And then six months prior or whatever months prior to the tour, she started doing her gym, put together a program for her or her trainer did. And it was like weights and just some other things. And then she did choreography train, like practicing the choreography because she said, I wanted to be so uber prepared. This isn't a quote, by the way, but she said, I want to be so prepared that while I'm on stage, I can feel relaxed. I can be silly. I can interact with the audience without having to overthink that I'm going to miss lyrics or a choreography or whatever it is. She just was like, I'm going to be so prepared. And I can, I can relate to this. And I tell Lane this all the time, my son, my 15 year old, I tell him, when he's an athlete and also he's a very good student, but when he was doing speeches for school and stuff, I gave him this advice. When I had to speak on stage, anytime I've had to speak in front of a large group of people, but especially the time I spoke, I was the keynote speaker, like a main stage speaker in front of 30,000 people. I was asked to speak on belief and integrity for my company, my network marketing company that I'm a part of. And I'm a shy person. I'm not somebody who's just like, oh yeah, look at me. I can't wait to be the center of attention. That's not me. I'm nervous. No matter how many times I speak in front of a large group of people, I'm always nervous, but I do it anyway because I just remind myself, this isn't about me. This is about serving other people. So I make myself do it anyway, but it's still what I'm saying. I'm nervous. So because of that, because I'm just not this natural, like love attention type of person, but yet I still want to share what I have in my heart and God's obviously put these opportunities in my life for a reason. He wants me to move outside my comfort zone and do these things. I over-prepare. I think about it all the time. I visualized my speech going well. I would review my notes in the morning. I would do, and I never, I can't speak from a script. I'm just not like a scripted type of person. If you ask me to speak from a script, like on stage, I would be like the most embarrassing moment of my life because I would screw it up because then I overthink it. I'm like, I'm going to screw up. But when I can just speak from my heart freely, that's what I love. But still, it has to, when you only have a certain period of time and you're on stage and your slides are up and then I had a video planned and all these things, there's just so much going on when you're a main stage speaker that I really had to have my speech down pat. So that's what I did. I over-prepared and that's what you're going to do. That is what you're going to do with your new year. I don't care what year you're listening to this, and I don't even care if it's in July of whatever year. You can start setting goals today. Don't care when you're listening to this. But I want you to get into the mindset right now. You're going to start having an athlete mindset. Start thinking like Taylor Swift. Start over-preparing and over, like I said, how she visualized her things. I visualize my things. That's what we're going to do when it comes with designing your dream life. Okay, let's get into it. So why do we set goals? Number one, average people don't do it. 
but you're not average. So that's great. Number two, you are 25% more likely to achieve your goals than if you don't write them down. And I think that's a problem coming into January that people are like, I'm going to start working out. But it's like they only are setting one goal. They're not like, okay, I'm not, they're not like sitting down, listing a one through 10 on a piece of paper. They're just like one goal, one area, and they just throw it out there and they're like, this is what I'm doing. I feel like that is why some people do not follow through, but you're not some people and you're not average. You are going to set goals this year. Pinky promise. Number three, it helps you gain clarity because sometimes we have so much going on in our minds and we're parents or we have careers or we're just busy and there's so much going on, so much distraction with our phones, social media that we're like, oh, I want this. I want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. But it's swirling around in our brain. And until we can sit down, really focus and gain clarity, we don't actually know what our dream life even is. We don't even know what the life that we want to design is until we do this process and really get clear on what we want. So that's like why I created this hyper-focused journal and this hyper-focused brand. The mission statement of the brand is really, it's gain clarity, get obsessed, and cultivate abundance. And that is what goal setting is all about. And that's what hyper-focused goal setting is all about. It's gonna help you get so clear so you're not running this race and going after goals that are taking you down the completely wrong direction. And also, reminder, we all, I, I would love to share my exact goal setting system with you and my strategies, and I'm going to share some, and I went into more detail on the masterclass, so if you do want a uh, recording of that, please, again, shoot me a DM that says goals, and I'll send you the recording. But the reason why it's going to be different, so you're going to hear, you're going to see a lot of YouTube videos, you're going to hear a lot of podcasts, you're going to hear my strategies or whatever, but I want you to know If my stuff does not work for you, that doesn't mean you suck at goal setting. I'm just going to relieve you from that because maybe you've tried goal setting in the past and it hasn't worked. It might be because you're a visual learner or you're an auditory learner or you're like somebody that needs to feel things or whatever. So you need to figure out what that is for you. I like to hit all the bases. I'm doing it all. I'm going to listen. I'm going to write. I'm going to visualize. I'm doing it all because that's me. I get very obsessed with things, get hyper-focused, and I like to run with it. And I feel like all of those areas really do help me. So you have to figure out what that is for you. And also what I found with elite performers, like I said, Taylor Swift or whatever, we're busy. If you have a business and you're a mom, or if you're a dad, if you're working 40, 50 hours a week, you're busy. So what I found with elite performers, successful people, is that they're busy and we don't need to overcomplicate things. We don't need elaborate goal setting systems or journals or planners. We need straight basic B, basic B to the point goal setting systems, goal setting strategies, things, uh, a morning routine that's just basic. We get in, get the job done, write down our goals and we out. That is what we need when we are these elite busy people. Because if it's too overcomplicated, guess what? We quit, we skip, we don't show up for ourselves. The more complicated your system is, it's literally the enemy of execution. So be a basic B. That's my advice for you. I'm a basic B, so join me and be basic. So if you don't know this, I'm sure you do, but you have to think this through. Our minds naturally gravitate to things we are familiar with. 
the more that we write out our goals, we read our goals, we think about our goals, and we focus on our goals, our mind becomes familiar with them. And then that makes us drawn to those things. We're drawn to those people, the opportunities, the resources, and then all those things will actually produce the results that we are looking for. The power of goal setting. Here's three things before we get into the five principles that I wanna share with you today is number one, this is going to help maximize your goal setting routine. And these are things that not everybody does, not everybody shares. These are just things that I found in the last two years has helped me stay on uh, the right path. I feel like I never am going down a path that I'm not interested in or that is leading me away from my top priorities because these three things have been just like a pillar of my morning and just really helping me design my life that I want that lines up with my beliefs, my morals, and just all the things that are important to me. Number one, pray about it. Number two, journal about it. And number three, create a morning routine. So number one, pray about it. This is something, I've been a Christian my whole life, right? But something, I don't know why, but the last two years I started to invite God into my goal setting. So a lot of people don't talk about this, but I invite God into my goal setting systems, routines, daily activities, because I wanna pray into my goals. And I wanna make sure that I'm going down the path that God has set up for me and that aligns with what he wants for my life and what's best for me because God always wants what's best for us. So I just want to make sure that I'm praying over my goals, that I'm praying to God about my goals and I'm inviting him into it. Then number two, I journal about it. So again, like I said, elite performers, successful people, busy people. We don't have the time to have everything overcomplicated. We don't need all the fluff. We don't need all the crap. We need to get in and get the job done. So when I say this stuff, trust me, my morning routine takes 36 minutes or less, pretty much less at all times. I just know for a fact it's 36 minutes because my sauna, the detox setting is a 36 minute session and I get it all done before I get out of the sauna. Sometimes I want to stay in there longer because I just want more time with that, but you can get this done literally in 10, 20 minutes or less. It's all up to you. You guys are going to craft your own routine and craft your own systems and do what works for you. I'm just sharing. These are things that I have, I tested and tried, and this is where I've come to in 15 years of experience. This is what has worked for me as a Christian goal setter. Now, if you're more of somebody who's into meditation and stuff like that, do that meditate about it, but I sit and pray about it. And then when I go into my journal, I journal. And then I need even still asking God while I'm journaling, my journaling takes two, three minutes or less. And I'm asking God to give me a word, give me a vision, give me a phrase, give me anything. I ask him questions. And then I just like brain dump whatever comes to mind in my journaling session. And then number three is a morning routine. So the morning routine really will help you maximize and 10x where you're going in life. Trust me, if you start a morning routine and are consistent with it, you are going to see magic happen in the next year of your life. Trust me, this is going to be a game changer. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to have more energy. You're going to feel more accomplished every single day. You're not going to feel scattered. You're going to have peace. We talked about this already in a past episode about productivity hacks, but the the morning routine really helps with your goal setting and achieving your goals. This is the time too where you're clear, you've changed your environment, 
at least I do, I go in my uh, sauna or I used to always do this in my car. I would literally leave my house and go sit in my car just to change the environment because when you change your environment, it changes your awareness. And by the way, in a couple weeks, I'm going to be dropping a morning routine episode and I'm probably gonna have to drop a morning routine episode once a quarter because it's, I'm always editing and changing things and listening to other successful people and learning and then wanting to test and try in my own life. And if it if works for me, I like to share it with you. So those are three things that are gonna kind of like the power of goal setting to make it like really stick and 10 extra goals and make things really happen for you. The other things before we get into the five principles is before you go into your goal setting, I want you to get into a childlike faith. If you read the Bible, you always hear about that and God wants us to have a chi- that childlike faith. So let me bring you back. Think about a time in your childhood, like what was your favorite Christmas? Like a Christmas that you asked on your list, you asked for like really something you really wanted. And you were like, think of Christmas Eve, think of like before going to bed and like how excited you were for Christmas morning to wake up and to see what Santa brought and get into a Christmas Eve state of mind. Before you sit down to do your goal setting, get into that childlike Christmas Eve state of mind. Okay. And then I like to do, before I even do all the things that I'm going to talk about and before I do my goal setting, before I do my priorities and all that stuff that I'm going to talk to you about, I like to do just like a journaling sesh, a brain dump, a flood, if you will. And how I want you to think about this, because you're going to be in that childlike state of mind, that Christmas Eve childlike state of mind, pretend it's like a Christmas list. Be like a child and just be like, You don't know anything about what things cost, what's possible, you believe anything's possible. So be like that and just make a Christmas list of desires that you have in your life. Don't think of how, just think of what you want. Like a kid is not thinking how Santa is going to put these gifts in his sleigh for all the kids, get it down the chimney, put it under the Christmas tree. It's Christmas magic. So you need to get into that childlike faith again and create your Christmas list to what you want, not about how. So another way to get into what Tony Robbins or other uh, elite performers would call it like a peak state, I call it in the zone, but if you wanna call it peak state, in the zone, childlike faith, whatever, you can move your body. So that is like something that is scientifically proven. So I don't know if you wanna do some push-ups or do this right after a workout or go for a walk, Another thing that gets me in peak state is when I listen to a good podcast or a book, something like really motivational. So even if you went on a power walk and turned one of those on and listened to one of the best motivational speeches, listen to your hype music, listen to an audiobook. move your body though. Moving your body helps you get into peak state. Now we're going to get into the five principles of goal setting. Number one, be specific with what you want. So on your Christmas list, remember, we're like Christmas Eve waiting for that stuff. We have no fear that Santa's going to bring us the wrong thing because we were so specific on that Christmas list. I remember as a kid, but I was a little bit older and I wanted this exact, oh my gosh, you guys, I wanted this George Foreman grill so badly. This is really getting into who I am as a person. (laughs) I was very obsessed with food. I was a very big eater. One time my parents brought me to a restaurant and there was like one of those t-shirts that you can win for eating this huge meal. And I was like, oh, I can do this. My dad's, I know you can. You don't have to tell me. I pay for your groceries. 
I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. And anyways, long story short, because this is just a side note, I went for it. I won the t-shirt. The smallest size they had was an XXL. And I wore that baby. It was like my badge of honor that I won this t-shirt that like larger men only win. And like, I was 12. I don't even know how old I was. But back to the principles of goal setting. I had on my Christmas list a George Foreman grill because I was very into eating and food. And when I opened that, like it was very specific. It was like, I want this model, this color, like the bigger one, not the little tiny one. I want something that cook can cook a couple steaks. <laughs> I got to have my parents on the podcast to let you know how true that story is. But I was very specific with my Christmas list because I wanted to make sure Santa brought me the right George Foreman grill. So this is what I need you to be like. So think about when you're in that childlike faith, you're making your Christmas list, you're, you know what I mean? We're getting into that state of mind. Be very specific when you're doing this goal setting brain dump and doing your goal setting when you're listing out your goals. And also be specific about the time frame that you're going to achieve it. So everything has to be like very specific. When you look at something that you say, I want a new car, I want you to say, okay, I'm going to reverse engineer this. Okay, so like, when do I want this new car? How much does it cost? What color do I want? What model do I want? What You have to break it down. Pretend that this is a Christmas list you're making and you don't want it to get the wrong color Air Jordan Dunks under the tree. You want the black and white ones. You don't want the yellow. You don't want that. You have to be very specific with what you want and the time frame that you want it. Okay? Two, Share with another person. So this is like a two-part, but you're sharing with somebody else who has your back, who believes in you, who doesn't make you feel less than, who doesn't laugh at you or make fun of you when you say a cra- that you want this crazy goal, who doesn't try to dumb you down. There's You have friends in your life right now that do that, by the way. So next week, we're doing the two-part episode on navigating friendships and you're this is when you're sharing with this person I want you to make sure that this person is your biggest fan believes in you like I would share this with my husband because I know he's he believes in me more than I believe in myself so I want you to share this with somebody for accountability so do you have and, and by the way this could be multiple somebody's <laughs> what I mean by that If I have a goal about faith, I might share with one friend. And if I have a goal about my business or career, I might share that with somebody else. And one of my goals last year was to hire a business mentor because I had so many crazy, cool goals and I didn't really know how to navigate those goals. So one of my additional goals, like when I broke down my long-term goals, I break them down into short-term goals and I'm going to get into that in a second. But I, one of those short-term goals was hire a business mentor, hire that person and work with that person. So a lot of times I would share my goals that nobody else really got with my business mentor because that person gets business. That person knows what's possible. That person is helping other people that are doing the same thing. And it's like a personal hype person that believes in you, a hype girl, right? So share with somebody that you not, because there's some people that I hide my goals from. Just FYI, I hide my goals from certain people because I just need to protect my mindset. Our brains, our minds will uh, naturally gravitate to the negative because we lack confidence or we're insecure or because of our self-limiting beliefs or... I don't want any of that to get inside my brain. So I protect my mindset. I protect my beliefs. And if I think that somebody is going to bring me down, 
And that's, and I am open to criticism and I'm open to feedback and all that kind of stuff. And I'm open to brainstorming sesh. But with that said, I do want to protect myself. So I only share with people who get it and will support me. Number three, read and visualize daily. So reread your goals. So you're going to, let me just, before I get into three, let me tell you just how I do it. Because again, I don't want to really share, I share on the masterclass. So if you do want that recording again, message me, DM me the word goals, and I'll send you that. And I'm going to break it down a little bit right now. But the reason I don't want to share exactly what I do, because I want you guys to figure out what you what works for you. But this is what I do, and this is what the hyper-focused journal is literally like to collapse time for you. So you don't have to figure this out yourself. So you don't have to think about it in the morning. You don't have to think about it when you're doing your goal setting. I like to do my goal setting either once a week or like rewriting my goals. I like to do this once a week, but for sure I do the whole system, my whole strategy. I do it every 90 days. So that's what I recommend. So my journal, the hyper-focused journal is a 90-day journal. When you go to the first page, it's no fluff. There's no stickers. There's no highlighters. There's no long instruction page. It's literally the most basic to the point effective journal made by somebody with ADHD, somebody who has achieved success in their life. So I'm busy. I have five kids. I have multiple businesses. I needed something that gets the job done, gets me to point A to point B. Like I need something that gets the job done quickly. That's what this is. So it has the most basic step-by-step guide First of all, I have you evaluate yourself to know where you're at the moment. So you just read each category and you rate yourself one through 10 where I'm at, because that can help guide you into what where you might want to set goals to up your game in areas that you might be slacking in. Maybe it's friendship. So next week's episode is going to be really good for you because I'm going to share some information about navigating friendships, setting boundaries, and then how to develop and initiate new friendships with people who are like-minded. So we'll get into that. But, and that might be a a goal that you might have for yourself. And you would have never known that if you didn't do the self-evaluation. So I like to start with a self-evaluation that I do every quarter. So every 90 days, and then you go into the basic goal setting. You take the long-term goal page and it just says, goals and it says long terms. And then also there's a top priority page. I just want you to know what is important to you. What is it your family? Is it your career? Is it your health? I want to know what is your top three priorities and I want you to write it on top of your goal page. And then I have you list one through 10 and then you write down your long-term goals. These are anything that you can These are goals that you will achieve in one to five years. And then you turn the page and then I'm going to have you think about, okay, what, let's break this down. Let's reverse engineer this. How can I achieve, what, how can I make these short-term goals that I can achieve in the next 90 days or six months? And so then you create short-term goals, basically based off your long-term goals. So you get like shorter term goals to achieve those longer term goals, right? And then you do a brain dump. So I have three pages where you just thoughts, everything in your head onto paper, you brain dump all the ways that will get you to achieve those goals. So now on a daily though, number three, you are going to reread your goals that you've written down on that first page, right? You're going to reread those goals every single day. And I'm going to tell you why this is the most important part. And every single day, I end my morning routine with visualization. I'm a very visual person, though. Remember, we talked about that. We all are different. I like to visualize it in my brain. 
I like to visualize like by reading my goals onto paper every single day. And I close my eyes and visualize myself achieving these goals, living in the dream house, going to Italy, whatever your goals are. I want you to walk through the streets of Italy. If that's your goal to go to Italy someday, picture yourself walking through the streets of Italy and grabbing a cappuccino and seeing the Coliseum or whatever it is, visualize it every single day day. And we're going to miss days. Some days we miss our entire morning routine and that's okay. 80 to 90% of the time, I want you to be consistent with this. Now, why do I want you to read and reread your goals and visualize your goals every single day? Because there's a part of your brain. And I learned this through my daughter with autism. A couple years ago, she had a spec scan at the Amen clinic with Dr. Amen. Highly recommend if you have a special needs child, look up Dr. Amen. So she had a spec scan and it was recommended to me that I go and see Dr. Kevin Murphy and he specializes in PRTMS. And I'm not going to get into all that. That'll be like a more of an autism episode, but you can look it up. He's in San Diego and we moved our entire family and our entire lives. And it was like for a little over eight months. And we went there to do this treatment for Lily to help her with autism. What I learned there though, is that there is a part of the brain and not, this is with all of us. It's not just with me with ADHD and it's not just with Lily who has autism. We all have this. It just, ours are a little more fiery in the back there if you have ADHD and that's why we could get really hyper-focused. It's called the reticular activating system, RAS. This part of the brain only shares, it literally filters out the things that are of no importance to you, that you don't care about. It filters them out so it doesn't waste your time. But when something is important to you, RAS actually brings more of that, the things that are important to you, the things that you're focused on, RAS will bring more of that into your awareness. So RAS, the reticular activating system, is actually located right in the back of your head above your spine. Okay, and so with Lily, what we noticed when we did the PRTMS is she had so much activation, so much stuff going on in that area, but then she had low activity in certain areas for like speech or for impulse control and stuff like that. So there was a device, again, the PRTMS, that we'd start in the back of the brain and slowly move the device, slowly move the device all the way up to the front of the brain to bring some of that activity from the RAS up to the front part of the brain, okay? So if you think about a child with autism, if you think about somebody with ADHD, you notice how they get stuck on something, they get hyper-focused, they get obsessive on one thing, and especially with a child with, and every if you met one child with autism, you met one child with autism, so I'm not saying this is everybody, but a lot of times they'll get really obsessed with one thing, like with cats, Lily, I'm thinking of Lily, with the color yellow and she gets hyper-focused on it because she has so much activity going in there. Now you have this built within you, God designed you with RAS, with reticular activating system to help you filter out what's not important and bring to your awareness what is important. And so I always use this example. If you, like my husband just bought a new truck, it's red. I think I talked about this on the last episode. I never noticed these red trucks. And now all I see is red trucks. The trucks were always there. I just didn't notice that. It it wasn't important to me. And then when I started to research trucks, I started to see all these red trucks. And so now I notice a red truck whenever I see it because now 
RAS is bringing that into my awareness. Also, RAS will reveal to us things that things and information and opportunity and people and customers or whatever, they will reveal those things to us, those people to us that are related to things important to us. So that are related to our goals and our dreams. And also, here's a fun fact, whatever your beliefs are, RAS will actually give you information and things, bring that to your awareness. So getting back to number, was that number three? Yeah, getting back to rereading your goals and visualization. The more we feed our minds with the thing, with what we feel, what we want, what our dreams are, the more we focus and the importance we put on it, the RAS takes notice to that. It will think, hey, they need this information. This person needs that information and these people and these opportunities to survive. So you will start being more aware and that's where the laws of attraction come in. A lot of people are it's like, it's so woo-woo, you put it out there to the universe. But now you have, a, it's scientifically proven that this actually is how the brain works. So now you know. So the more we focus on our goals, like you hear that word, that line all the time, whatever you focus on expands. And wherever your focus goes, energy flows, right? So what this is doing is when you're focused and rereading your goals and rewriting your goals and focused on that and doing the visualization, you're actually kicking RAS into high gear. And that's how you 10X your goals. So this is also number one, going back to number one about being specific, this is also why you need to be intentional about the things that you identify as important to you. So this could actually work against you too. I protect my mind at all costs for this reason. So number four, timeline. I need you to set goal dates because if you don't, you're just wishy-washy. It's like you have no sense of urgency. So how are you going to make that happen? What's, what's the urgency? If somebody's telling me you have to pay 10 grand back in 10 years or whenever you feel like it, I'm not going to be very urgent to pay that money back. But if somebody's, hey, you got to pay that back in 90 days, otherwise you're going to have 10% interest, you better believe that lights a fire. So that's why you, what I do when I do my long-term goal list and then my short-term, I do goal dates on each number. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit and go into more detail about that. But number five expect it to happen. If you notice, people who expect, hey, I set a fitness goal for myself and I've shown up for myself, so you have proof, your brain has proof that you've done this before, so it's possible, so that you're more likely to be able to do it. But what if you're setting a goal that isn't that you've never done before and you don't know it's, if it's possible? You need to train your brain by listening to books, podcasts, whatever, and start doing affirmations. That's another thing in the hyperfocus journal that has really helped me change my life is I do affirmations every single morning. And there's actually a spot in the daily pages every single day that you can do your I am statements. This helps you expect things. This helps, helps you build your confidence. This helps you train your subconscious mind to believe, hey, this is going to happen for me. And also, if, when you're writing out your goals, I like to do them as if I already achieved them, like I am this or I achieved this, I traveled to Italy, those type of things. But if that's too, I don't know, if you're too logical for to do that, sometimes I am as well, just write the goal how you feel it suits you. You don't have to do exactly how everybody else does. So now let me give you a couple last final touches to your goal setting system and 
literally transforming your life in the next year. Why? You need to have very strong whys. You need to know what drives you. You need to know why this goal is important to you. You need to pull on your heartstrings so it's not boring and you're not interested. If I set a goal and I'm like, eh, not interested, but if I attach a goal to like something about my kids or something like that really excites me, then I'm obsessed. Then I get it a hyper-focused. When I don't do that, I'm not interested. So make a list of reasons why you want to make this happen, why you want to achieve that. Also, it's important to make this list because you're going to have naysayers and you're going to have people trying to dumb you down if you share this with people and they do that. And you might have, and you are going to, not might, you are going to have distractions. They are going to come and you need this list to remind you to stay on track. This is why you're doing this. You're not going to have this be a distraction because your family is relying on this. And you promised your spouse when you shared this goal, you said, I'm going to do it. Now you got to show up and be accountable and make this happen. Make a list of reasons why these goals will change your life, your kid's life, your kid's future, your grandkid's future. Make it so freaking deep. Also, when I said that I break it down to short-term goals and then every single day in the daily pages, you do your affirmations. There's a spot for gratitude, but then there's a spot for rewriting every single day your top three hyper-focused goals. So every single day, you're going to rewrite. So this helps your RAS. It's going to help your conscious mind. The conscious mind is going to tell your subconscious. It's like the whole thing. And you're going to rewrite your top three hyper-focused goals every single day. And then you're going to make a list of just 10 minute or less tasks of hyper-focused to-do list. So what this does though, why I'm sharing this with you is because it helps build your confidence. When you check off the tiniest of tasks, it could be research hiring a, a mentor or research personal growth course or whatever it is, you're just researching it can be a check off and you're like, wow, look at it. Look at how many checks that I had today. I really showed up for myself. That will build your confidence. And then that helps you when you build your confidence, you start to believe that all the other things are possible. So that is what I call the daily anchors, doing the hyper-focused goals and rewriting those every single day, reviewing your goals every single day. These are anchors. It's giving you constant reminders, daily writing down hyper-focused goals. It's giving you daily reminders of what, where you're going, why you're doing it. You're inviting God into all of that. And then also it gives you the opportunity to course correct. You can evaluate, hey, how is this going? How This is working, this isn't working, or this is what I want, this isn't what I want. And it gives you that opportunity when you're doing it every single day and having those anchors and doing, you know, and that's why I love the journal because it, it reminds me, because I'm busy, like my mind's going a mile a minute, but it reminds me, okay, I have to rewrite these. Okay, now these are my goals. Okay, did, like it just is like, I don't have to think about it. It's like when you do a workout program, so I do body, obviously. I do beach body on demand. And I like just doing a workout with a trainer on my screen, on my TV, because I don't want to think about it. I want to be listening to a podcast. I want to be thinking about ideas. I want to be thinking and doing things and or listening to music and blasting Taylor Swift. But I don't want to have to be like, okay, what? I don't want to count my reps. I don't want... That's what the hyper-focused journal is for me, for my morning routine and my goal setting. I don't have to think about it. It's like... It's all done. It's There's prompting questions for me. It, it's like step-by-step guide. Love it. So that's why I recommend that journal or doing a similar system in a, your own notebook. 
And I also always recommend rewriting your goals every week or what I've been doing is once a month. I feel like once a month has been fine for me. So actually at the end of the month in my journal, so just in case you want to do this, if you don't get the journal, you want to do this in a notebook. I have a monthly break sesh and then I have a journaling page where you can just like journal things that worked, what didn't work, whatever. And then the next page is like a goal setting page where you can rewrite your goals. And I I rewrite those goals every month without referring back to the original goal setting page. Okay, the last thing I'm gonna share with you that I think is gonna be a game changer that you may not heard on the YouTube videos on goal setting that you've listened to, but something that really helps me is you have to like the anchor, it goes back to the anchors, but also like setting alarms in your life. I've started applying it in my own version. And so what I do is I go through, because I have that journal, and I also use my iPhone. So you can do either or both. I do both. So in my journal, I'll skip pages ahead and whatever my goal date was on the goal that I set. So let's just say it was in 90 days. I will say, you're well, in my journal, it's split up in every 30 days. I do a monthly brain sesh and a rewrite. So that would already do that. But just whatever the goal date is, you say you have 60 days till this goal or you're 60% to your goal weight. Do a countdown. When it's like that, you have a countdown, like seven days till your Disney trip, two days till your Disney trip. And it's, oh, you get really excited for it, but it gets you also thinking, oh, I better book those tickets. I better book those. The dining experiences, oh, I have to pack for all the kids. It like reminds you of things that you got to get done. So you hit the goal date. That's what this will do. So I use my journal to do it, but I also put alarms in my phone because we always have our phones. So you're going to get an alarm. Hey, you're doing great. I put, you're doing great. You're 50% to your target date. So whatever works for you, but I like to have alarms to trigger me to keep going. And hey, don't slack off now. You're 50% there. You're 20% there. You have all this to do before that goal date. And it really works. So that is it. The last thing I'm going to say to you is reminder, wherever your focus goes, energy flows. So whatever you focus on expands. So I want you to channel your inner, whoever you look up to, who's like an elite performer. And I want you to channel that person Anytime you're doing your goal setting, get into peak state every single morning. You can get into peak state. It's called the flow. I like to get into the flow every morning because here's the thing. You need to stop selling yourself short. Okay. Just friend to friend here. You need to stop selling yourself short because you were born for greatness. God, literally God has given all of us. So I'm talking to you. God has given you more potential than you could use in a hundred lifetimes. So let's just tap into a small percentage of your potential. You need to start thinking about what makes you tick, what excites you, what would your dream life look like? Get excited, get in that childlike faith mentality and, and start dreaming big. It doesn't matter how old you are and it doesn't matter if you're 18 listening to this. None of that matters. You have potential and you have greatness inside you, and you need, don't look around you, put blinders on as you go through this year, after you write these goals. If something inspires you, somebody inspires you, by all means, get inspired. But if not, put blinders on and run your own race. Don't let the comparison game slow you down because your chapter one cannot be compared to somebody else's chapter 30. We all have different unique gifts. God, that's the beauty. God created you so uniquely, perfectly you. 
And he wants you to appreciate that, love that about yourself, and start tapping into your unique gifts. I challenge you to invite God into your goal setting and into your prayer every single morning and ask him to guide you. He will not steer you in the wrong direction. So good luck, you guys. If you wanted that masterclass, that recording, just again, DM me the word goals at Mindy Wender or at obsessed or not interested. It just, I'd really appreciate it if you guys could just takes two seconds if you're on Spotify or Apple to just rate it. And if you have time to do a review on Apple, I would love that as well. That means the world to me. And let's connect and shoot me a DM. Let's connect on social media. Oh, and last thing, if you wanted to check out the Hyper Focus Journal, you can go to either mindywender.com or if you want like podcast merch or Hyper Focus merch and eight, I have a little crop top on there that's so freaking soft and it says ADHD CEO. It's so cute. And there's some other things on there. Plus the Hyper Focus Journal, go to hyperfocusmentor.com. Okay. Make sure you tune in next week. It's all about friendships and toxic relationships. Seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I love connecting with you on social media. So if you guys want, please shoot me a DM at either our podcast Instagram, which is at Obsessed or Not Interested, or even my personal Instagram, which is at Mindy Wender. I check them both, so either is fine. Oh, and truly, if this has helped you even 1%, If you could do me huge solid and leave me a rating and review, that would mean the world to me. When you guys do that, here's here's why I really love it. It's because it helps the podcast be able to reach more women who want and need this. So truly, that is like the best compliment you could ever give me is just leaving ratings and reviews for this podcast. Anything that I talked about in today's episode, any links or resources, you will find that in the show notes. Thank you for listening to today. Can't wait to chat more in the DMs and don't forget to tune in next Tuesday.